Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Ah, it is Midterm Mayhem. Love it. We do it every day at this time as we run up to the midterm. Love See it. the way that works. Barry Markson in for Gatos. We're just looking on the old television. ABC 15, our partners over there, had Stan Barnes on, and they were talking about the potential candidate form for the goobs, the gubernators, the gubernators uh, tomorrow. But we've been talking about the fact that there isn't going to be a debate. No. Which, to me, officially rules me out voting for you mm. if you're shying away from Well, sorry. let me ask you that. What, what about a candidate who uh, is afraid to come on here and answer questions? Is that, that, is that, uh, does that make you can't vote for him? Uh, yeah, well, because I'm trying to get Abe Hamid on. The guy's running for attorney general. He's a Republican. I've been asking him to come on. They kept telling me yes to today. Guess what they just told me? No. Not coming on. He's afraid. Why? He's, I guess he's afraid of being asked afraid? questions for eight minutes. I mean, it's incredible. We're going to ask him about his... Uh, you're running for office. You're not going to come on like the biggest radio station in town and, and answer questions for yeah. eight minutes. So, yeah, if you're, not willing to, if you're not willing to answer questions yeah. uh, Done. about, unless it's stuff that you only want to talk about. Yeah. And where you've got pre-prepared statements, and they even sent me stuff. Abe Hamlet, as people said, can we talk about this? And I said, sure. Yeah. They still won't come but on. But we're going to talk about other things. Yeah. So it's not. We're just. You're not yeah. coming here to talk still about all your all the things you want to. It's not the way it works. Scaredy Abe. But when you're not willing, and and this is apparently what uh, the uh, person who is on the Democratic side, Zobs is running, as we all know, to be the uh, governor. The governor. Of the great state. Uh, uh, she is not going to debate Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, of course, comes out and she's not going to take that line down. My opponent, Katie Hobbs, has officially declined the debate. Hobbs is so terrified that I might bring up the fact that she is a twice convicted racist <laughs> and that her racism cost the Arizona taxpayers nearly $3 million. I laughed the first she time. She doesn't have one <laughs> single policy to stand on. Not one. I, I laughed the first time, Chad, but you realize you can't be convicted I, I as a racist, say. right? Is there, there's no, uh, uh, but even that, she's not been convicted of anything. Katie Hobbs has not been convicted of anything. I, I, this, this may be why she doesn't want to be in the debate. I, I don't <laughs> How do you get keep that. Up? How do you keep up with the barbs? I, I don't oh. get the, the, you're convicted. Rapist. Oh, excuse me. A racist. Racist, racist. in excuse civil me. court. Like well, she wasn't, she didn't do time. No, she's not I convicted mean, of anything. She was found. She it wasn't even her, her she, office. She wasn't a defendant. It was the legislature was found uh, to be liable for uh, for uh, civil damages. Yeah. Now, yeah. out of her office, there's there are questions to be asked. But well, there's no question about uh, that. Take away those things. Take away the chaos and the craziness of 2020 and 2000 mules. How much money uh, Katie Hobbs in that office and what went on there? Let's just move those things aside. I care about the stuff that you guys should be doing as governor, and I want to hear you two actually yeah. talk about that rather than scream and yell, rather than do the things that we have seen all too often with adults not acting like adults in a, in a room and yelling at each other or over each other. I have serious questions on both of them, but you not debating to me, nah, it's a no-go. It's a, look, it's a bad look for, for Katie Hobbs, for sure. She didn't debate in the primary. And, and at that point, you can understand it. She was leading like 75% to 25%. You don't necessarily have to shine a light on your opponent there. Here, I don't get it. it it's a, it's a toss up according to the polls. Uh, it, it's a bad look. It, it, it is. It's just a bad look. And I think for Katie Hobbs, and this is what we have to decide as voters, Chad. She's not 
the best communicator. She That doesn't mean she won't be a good governor. It doesn't mean she's not a good uh, leader, but she's not the best con- uh, communicator, especially next to somebody like Carrie Lake, who's been on television for 27 years and knows how to get her point across and can be aggressive and can argue and can do those things. So I, I guess, and look, some folks in her camp must have made the decision that this there's, there's less negative to say we're not going to debate than there is a debate. Some folks are going to have that same reaction you're having. Uh, for me, the biggest thing for a governor is, and the same thing for attorney general, same thing for secretary of state. Number one thing, if you're not willing to abide by our election laws and certify the election for the pe- person who won, even if it's not the person you want to win, we're done. And yeah. Carrie Lake has said she would not have certified the vote in 2020. And she, if the same thing happened in 2024, she's not going to certify the vote. She's done. I can't vote for that person. Yeah. I don't care if I agree with her 100% of the time otherwise. I can't. I get that's, that. that's our whole country is based on that. That's the whole, that's what we have. Without that, we're, that's how Hitler comes to power in World War II. That's how the guy in Hungary comes to power right now. He's, Orban. The Orban. He's a dictator in Hungary now. He comes in, he gets rid of rule of law, he, he gets rid of the judicial stuff, he gets, he takes over the media, and now suddenly you have a guy, he won't be out of office for 20 years. Yeah. Now. And yeah. it happens just like that. And it's with people supporting him saying, well, we're going to let him do it. We want, we want this guy. We like this guy. So we're willing to look overlook the rule of law. And that's what we have. We have too many people trying to do that. Yeah. And that, that's totally understandable. It's Again, uh, Carrie Lake, I got a lot of questions. Uh, and 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 uh, I want to talk to her and ha- actually have a conversation with let, Let's talk about this stuff. What are you, you know, uh, let's get through all the other stuff. And yes, you're not going to abide by what takes place and what the voters say, which is if the voters say this, Biden, and you say no, I'm sorry. Doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. Now, if there's actual criminality, you find it and you bring it forward, well then of we course. have a conversation. Of you can course. absolutely ask the question. The problem is is no matter how many times the question was answered, it was never to your liking, so you continued to move on. And on the same side, uh I'm sorry, Hobbs, if you're not willing to stand up yeah. there and talk about water, if you're not willing to stand up there and talk about you know, you know, immigration now you're going to help the communities around there. Schools, if you're not willing there to talk about the COVID response yeah. and how no, we're going to move forward. If you're not going to come in and talk about the issues, then what do we do? And in fact, come in and say, uh, come in the debate and ask Carrie Lake those questions. Are you going to certify the election if the Arizona people vote a certain way? Ask that question. Ask Carrie Lake, are you going to sign a bill when this very far right-wing legislature passes a bill banning all abortions in Arizona? Are you going to sign that bill into law? Yes or no? Yeah. She should be there to put that out in the debate. 100%. And, and it's a mistake that she's not going to do it. There's no question. And all these policies politicians now that refuse to come on the air. Mark Fincham, he won't come on the air here. Why is that, Chad? Because they don't want to actually be caught out. Yes. They don't want to be asked an actual question. And and they they want to go where there's, like they say, the friendly fire. Yeah. Where they're going to be able to meander, control a conversation, wander around, talk about the stuff, never get that second or third question that is the one that usually gets them into a position where they tongue-tied and spin in circles. Yeah. Just answer an honest question. And that's when you have guys like Mark Fincham won't do it, and now Abe Abe Hamada, Abe Hamada Abe. is afraid to come on and answer questions for 10 minutes. Honest That's, Abe? How, how, I think not. How, this guy's an attorney. How, he was in the military. He's, <laughs> there's pictures all over the internet of Abe. And, his, and I say it like this because it was a picture taken after he's been out of the active military in his little, in his military outfit with a, with a, <laughs> with a weapon. And, and it's like a form fitting with a fake name tag on it. Abe Hamada, trying to be so brave, he's afraid to come on the radio and answer questions. Here, here's a question, <laughs> right? You, you were talking about him earlier. Incredible. Uh, as an attorney, yeah. you said, 
Nobody knows who this guy is. Not one attorney. I, I have people come up to me all the time, lawyers, and they say, do you, do you know anybody who knows this guy? I don't. And I'm like, no, I don't. He ha- He's 31 years old. He, he's, he has done almost nothing in the legal field. Well, it's perfect for, for, for getting into to politics then. He has no record. Yeah. They, he's got, and, he's not, and he has no positions. His whole thing apparently is just attacking uh, Chris Mays, who he's running against. And Chris Mays, she's a former Republican. Yeah. She's, she's switched over. She's a moderate. She's switched over to be a Democrat. Yes, Chris Mays, why are you running? And she talks about things like consumer protection and stuff that the Attorney General's office actually does. Abe Hamada is putting pictures of himself in his military outfit on the internet. And again, I say outfit because he got dressed up and went for a photo Photo shoot recently, yeah. and he's using those pictures. I mean, it's it's a it's a joke. But I, with all that aside, okay, you, you won't come on the radio for yeah, ten minutes and answer some real questions on an honest show. I, I don't. I struggle with if right Abe Hamid is afraid, then he shouldn't be attorney general. Nope. And he's afraid. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Scaredy Abe. I always like the fact that people are willing to come on here and know. Uh, that they're going to get some serious questions, and we're not here to do gotcha moments, yeah. but we are going to ask real questions. And if you don't want to do that, well, then that says a lot more about you than it does us. He is uh, Barry Markson. He's in for Gators. Gators will be back, I don't know, sometime soon. That's what I heard. <laughs> not a guarantee. Oh, I'm kidding. He's coming back. He's coming back. He'll be back here on Monday. A lot of stuff still to squeeze in. We'll do a little five spot for you right now. We're going to ask you about this gubernatorial thingy right so uh does this affect you in the way that you look at what is going on when it comes to the race her not debating would you like to see a debate do you need to hear from her two seven seven five eight two seven seven doesn't matter what kind of voter you are republican democrat independent we want to hear from you two seven seven five eight two seven two seven seven five eight two seven little five spot straight ahead And Chad. Let's try it the other way. There we go. I, keep, I turned it on, <laughs> then I turned it off again because I, I left it on. I don't know. You're that good. Attention. You're that good. You know, in the mornings when I do my national show, I never do. I just turn it on, leave it on the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Jerry, the whole time. It's called Five Spot. Oh, what do we do here is we ask you questions. You answer those questions, and then we move on from there. All right. We're asking you questions today. As Barry, you can hear him in for Gatos. Those questions are simple. Uh, not debating for you, Hobbs. Yeah, is that a no go for you? What does that say about her in this entire situation? Waylon and Glendale, you're first up. Uh, what do you think about the non-debate with Hobbs and Carrie Lake? Hey, brother, thanks for having me on. You know what? My decision was made quite a long time ago. Unfortunately, we're so polarized now that. I think it's going to be that way. You're going to be hard pressed to find anybody that hasn't already made a decision. So for me, it's it's a non it's a non issue at this point. So that's just my answer. Right on, man. Appreciate the call. Doing five spot here, uh, Jake and Chandler. What do you think about uh, Hobbs skipping a debate? Uh, number one, I like what that guy had to say. That's a good idea. But um, number two, uh, I, I think it's a bad move because. She should get herself out there. But I also agree with her reasoning is that mm-hmm. Carrie Lake would just be, I think, a loud mouth like Trump was in that last debate with Biden. Oh, I forgot about and, that. Um, the first debate. The second debate. one was OK. You know, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. So if maybe uh, like a box could be put around Carrie Lake uh, so that Katie Hobbs could actually give her answers and we can see what she's like a physical um, box. Be, 
It's, it's something, something to mute her. I don't oh. know. Oh my lord, my goodness like a, me! Like a, crane yeah, lowers, a crane lowers a box over her head. The microphone. You need to give all these people microphone things that uh, uh, where they can be quiet. Oh. Or do like they used to do in the fifties when they would stick you in one of those boxes and do one of those. Yeah, the yeah. isolation booths. Yeah, and then that way they can't hear each other's answers till a little bit I, later. <laughs> Jeff in Phoenix, what do you think about uh, the No Hobbs or Lake debate? It's just, uh, no, it's not a big deal. If anybody that watched the Republican debate uh, earlier this year, it was just disgusting. It was, you, there, there was nothing uh, that, that any of them really did. They just talked over one another. There was no way to get any kind of real answer. Um, so I don't have any problem with the fact that she's not going to go up against uh, Blake. Wow. It just doesn't make any sense. Right on. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, Alicia in Phoenix, what do you think about non-debating Hobbs versus wanting to debate Carrie Lake? Well, I would like to see a debate, but I agree with everybody else uh, along the lines where the original Republican debate was very uncomfortable to watch, and I felt embarrassed for everybody there, and I would not want to see that again. It's almost like they need to be in separate rooms so they cannot talk over each other, but they can answer the questions honestly. Oh, you know, that's, you know, Chad, it's interesting. That's what uh, I'm, most, I'm, I'm surprised by some of these responses, but that's what Katie Hobbs wants. She said, how about I come on or she comes on for 30 minutes, answers all your questions directly, and then the other one comes on for 30 minutes. Well, they're supposed to have a, was it a, a gubernatorial, uh, like, forum tomorrow, but no, still no word on town hall. So no forum, no town hall, no debates. See, those, not even willing to do that also makes me think. Uh, Steve in Scottsdale, your last caller, five spots. What do you think about uh, no debates? I think I agree with everybody on here. Carrie Lake is incapable of a wow. civilized debate. Um, Matt Salmon would have been great. Karen Taylor Robson would have been great. Carrie Lake is incapable of any kind of of um, intellectual behavior like that. Wow. All right. All right. Thank you. Boy, I got to tell you, I, I'm a little surprised, Chad. I am, too. I am, too. I, I think it's interesting that the folks have... Uh, I forgot about the Trump-Biden first debate. The first debate was a nightmare. Boy, that was crazy. Uh, what I, did I, uh, Chris Walls call it? A blank show? Yeah. I think is what I, he called I, it. And it was. I, I think maybe the people are recognizing that having the candidates yell at each other or step over each other, that's not doing no. anybody any good. No. I, I do... It's interesting. I'd rather have a debate, but let's face it. They're not real debates. They don't get to ask each other questions. Uh, maybe there is a, an opportunity to say 30 minutes and... Ted or whoever the Ted Simons whoever wants to host the thing and I'm just going to ask you questions and if you don't answer them I'm going to follow up and I'm going to follow up and you're going to answer the questions yeah. live on the air and let the people see there's value in there that. There was absolutely value in that. With with, a, with somebody asking I've real the questions. Town halls are way better. Uh, but I always think they're always too scripted anymore. I yeah. want stuff that's real where people are asking real questions and not you idiots out there going to ask idiot questions because you think yeah. it's funny. And I want to go viral. Duh. But <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Barry Markson is in for uh, Gatos. Uh, a lot of stuff still squeezing. To talk a little schools, vouchers. Uh, this fires Barry up, oh, the whole voucher thing. I'm man. telling you guys. Oh, man. There is not a time to bear. Tomorrow, I'm going to get an email from Barry. You know, it's going to be in there. Vouchers. Vouchers. Vouchers again. Fires him up. He's in for Gatos. We're going to do that straight ahead. It's the Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad show, 2 till 6. Gatos not here. Be back next week. I am here. I am Chad. Joining us in the studio today is ever-present, uh, the legal beagle that is, Barry Markson. 
And for those of you not keeping score, Barry is very upset about vouchers oh, and coming to people near you <laughs> because uh, he's angry. Uh, every show that you uh, and I do together, there is a voucher story, That's and you vouchered a- again. <laughs> You're like, why do rich people? Well, yeah, I'll get tell you, free money. So Arizona just passed this thing, and we're the only state in the country so far, and, and, and getting a lot of attention for it, uh, giving vouchers to everybody. So if you want to go to a private school, the state will now give you the equivalent of what they would give to the public school that your your kid would attend. Okay. They'll give that to you, and you can take it with you to any private school. And you know, there's look, there's certainly things that are positive about that. If you're going to a bad public school, if you want to try to go to other places, it's fine. But in the reality, Chad, what that is, and the folks who have applied for the vouchers right now, it won't surprise you to know, 75% of them, the kids were already not going to public schools. So three out of four people applying for these vouchers are not people who are in public schools moving out of a bad public school to a, a better private school. Really what it is, almost all the money is going to wealthy parents who are already paying for their kids to go to private school. It's literally uh, paying uh, the part of that tuition for these wealthy parents. It's the same. Folks are getting upset because the, because Biden is now giving you back $10,000 for your college loans. It's a, very, it's a very similar thing. Now, they'll say, well, why should my tax dollars go to a public school when my kids aren't going to public school? I mean, we can have the discussion. Yeah, that's a fair discussion. But, but, but what we're what the concern is, what we're doing is slowly taking money out of the public school system. We've been doing this for years, as it is. And in Arizona, we're already 49th or 50th yeah, in how we much we fund our schools. This. For those who are not keeping score, we are not good at our, yes. our teachers are, are completely underpaid compared to other states around the country, including states right around us. And then we and our and our class size is over thirty. Per, I mean, oh, we have so many bad things going on in our public schools right now. And then we ask the question: Well, why aren't our kids testing better? Why aren't the kids doing better in public schools? And then we say public schools stink. Let's go to private schools. So, so it's a self fulfilling prophecy in many ways. Yeah. But what this voucher program does is it really just takes money out of the public school system, gives it to wealthy parents, and gives it to private well, schools. Well, not all parents it's, that send their kids to private well, school are wealthy. Uh, There's uh, a lot of people out there that are hustling and doing stuff to keep their kids in school because maybe they don't like the school in their neighborhood. Well, or, But yes, are there yes. wealthy parents that are absolutely it's, taking advantage of this? You're handing out free money. They're, they're, but, and they're already doing it because we have the child tax credit yeah. system here in Arizona where you can not just... So your parents and your grandparents and your friends, they can all give money to the private school of your choice, then the schools now, most of them, they're not supposed to do this, but the schools take that money and assign it right to your tuition bill. So if I have little Billy, that's my kid goes to private school, my kid goes to Brophy, and I say to grandma and grandpa and my friends, hey, do me a favor, give two, send $2,000 to Brophy, earmarked for Billy, that pays his tuition, and then you'll get a tax credit, the state will send you back the money, you get it for free. So now it's literally our yeah. tax dollars paying a full tuition at these places. But Chad, here's the real here's the real kicker here. The bro fees and the good private schools, guess what? They don't have more room. They have a waiting list. Yeah. They don't let everybody in. This isn't like we're going to start moving pro- public Well, maybe they should let out. everybody in. That'll be yeah. fair. Well, and and they're not going to do that no, either not. because the private schools don't let in the kids who have who have uh, learning disabilities and not that they don't, but they pick and choose who they take. Well, yeah. So they take good kids, they get kids, uh, when I say good kids, they get they take they, kids they who take can the handle kids the that are going to be hyper focused yes. on school yes. and achievement and, and, and test well. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's, uh, let's look. It well, is what it is. There should ninety percent, over ninety percent of kids in Arizona go to public schools. Over ninety yeah. percent. You probably would, mostly that way across the country. You would think 
that that would be the legislators and the governor's focus is what can we do? It's not just throwing money at it. I'm not just saying dump no. money on it. But what can we do to improve the public schools so that our kids get a better outcome? That should be the focus. And instead, for years in Arizona, we've done nothing but everything that we possibly can do to take money out of the public school system and now to attack teachers so teachers want to leave. We have a teacher shortage. We, we're going to continue to have a teacher shortage. The nation's got a teacher shortage. And People are and bouncing out of this. And, be, and we're like... On the front line of it, where it's, they've been doing this for quite a while, they're the, ready to get out of this. And business. the attacks on teachers now in Arizona and around the country—it's—it's it's just ludicrous. They're, they're now they're being attacked. I just saw a Republican just say the other day that teachers, all they are is there to groom our kids for sexual things. Yeah. It's like, really? I mean, why would you be a teacher, Chad? It's, it's look, no. you're, you're underpaid. You're paid less than the market value for someone with your level of education, and you're just being attacked on a regular basis by by half the state. It's just—it's incredible. Well, and then we wonder, why is the public education I, so bad? I, I think our problem wow. here is is we see California, Chicago, New York, yeah. big teachers unions, and we lump all teachers and everything into one area. And that's not true. And it's but that's so much of I think what people see is well they hear about the teachers unions and 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 what they do and holding you know states hostage and and you know what what you know like last week uh, uh, what's her name from uh, the the head of the teachers federation the American Teacher Federation comes out and she's like oh it really wasn't our fault that we shut everything down for ever and a day and right. that's not and like trying to back away as if any. But we lump our teachers in with that. And that's the exact opposite. And I continue to tell people this. We better have a plan because if we want to continue growing as a state, if economically we want to get stronger, you better have good private schools, but you better have good public education. Yes. And teachers that are willing to, to yes, they're going to make less than they would in the private sector, but they better make more than they are now because you're not going to grow if you can't educate your kids because people, yeah. they've got choices to also move to different states. And I'll tell you something, when you look at the reasons, and they've done these surveys, for businesses from California and other places, when the reason they don't move to Arizona, when they're moving their business out of another state, and they look at multiple states, the reason, the number one reason they don't move to Arizona is our school system. It's yeah. our public school system. Because they want, number one, good kids, good students that can grow into their employees. And number two, the parents, their employees now who are parents, want good school systems for their kids. Absolutely. So Chad, let me just tell you, if you're against the voucher, this is going to be on the ballot, Okay. Uh, it, it, probably in a couple of years, uh, there, there's there's signatures. Two weeks left to get signatures. Uh, it's it's uh, the. Uh, uh Save our save our schools. That's who's leading the fight on this. You can go to the website SOS Save Our Schools, SOS Arizona.org, SOS Arizona.org, and they'll show you where you can go sign the petition. And I and I have to just tell you, if if you're for public schools, this is not people are saying, well, what does it how does it affect public schools? It just is yet another way we suck money out of the public school system and make it more difficult for ninety percent of our kids uh, to get a good education in Arizona. It makes no sense. Yeah. We need to do better. And and the, on the other side of it too, you can be for public schools, but still send your kid to a private school. Absolutely. 100%. They're, you know, and, and I think, you know, I mean, right now, my kids go to, they, they, they go to a private school. My son goes to a public school. Uh, but there are public schools in the area that he would have gone to a private school if he had to go to another one of these public schools. Yeah. So even in, you know, places where there's unions and stuff, there's still some bad, you know, schools. But you can be for both. Yeah. And uh, where do you go to get that free seven grand? It's uh, it <laughs> that just comes at you. But I'll tell you, the uh, Arizona, say, there's good things here. Our school choice ability here in Arizona is amazing. Yes. My, my sister lives in St. Louis and she was she was lamenting and she's a big 
she's big into public schools, but the, where they live, the school, the public schools were so bad. She sent her kids to private school because she felt like she had no other choice. In Arizona, you can go to private school. You can go to charter school. You can go to a different public school in a different district. You have all these choices available to you that a lot of states don't have. We take that for granted here, and it's really, really good. But this voucher thing is really bad. SOSArizona.org if you want to see where you can sign the petition uh, to keep funding our public schools appropriately. That there is Barry Marks, and he's Hello. in for Gatos kids coming up. Biden and Trump, they gave speeches. Oh. Uh, what were those speeches about? Both of them are on the ballot, and it is getting ugly, if you will. We shall discuss that in a few minutes. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That is us, you are you. You know, I was just talking off the air, uh, Barry, marching in for Gatos. We'll be back on Monday. Taking some R&R, as the kids would say in the business. Take a little rest and relaxation. We are just talking, you know, over the weekend, you know, Biden comes out and he gives his his speech. And, and, you know, uh, that speech last week wasn't... uh, uh, wasn't really uh, a warming speech. Trump came out and gave himself a little uh, uh, speech as well over the weekend. Joe Biden came to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to give the most vicious, hateful and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president. Uh, Seriously? That's what he said. Here's what Biden said. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. What part of that isn't true? Uh, What part of it isn't true? And by the way, how is that worse than... Pick 25 uh, of Trump's uh, speeches I, I, as president. Well, he called them Trumpsies, right? And <laughs> Trumpies. Trumpies and the said Trumpies. they're coming for your Social Security and, and, you know, the usual stuff that everybody said. It was not. It, look, has he been the great uniter in chief? That is a big no. But, but, he, but he, he ran as a great uniter in chief, and then guess what happened January 6th? Yeah. There was an yeah. insurrection. Yeah, but he still, has, you should try to heal the country. He's not done he a lot has, of that. He's, he's not healed the he's country. Tried. He hasn't done it, but he can't say no. he didn't try. No, it's no, over. Tried. Can't heal it. He can't it's unhealable. He's incapable. Healing. You and I could heal it, Chuck. We, we are. We're very healing. Yeah. That is Barry Markson in for Gatos. Oh, kids, don't you worry. There's more. But uh, before we do any of that stuff, we're going to turn over to Becky. We're going to stretch our legs. It is uh, the Gatos and Chad Show.